Beyond, beyond, beyond. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 374. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. It's good to be here today. It's good Thank to you. have you here today, Colin. It's good. Any day with you is a good day, as Thanks, always. I Look at that collarbone. It's a choice collarbone, is Thanks. what I like to call it. It's that broke when uh, I was young. I know, I know. Back in uh, 2001. It's a fine collarbone, and with that hat on, I keep expecting you to start saying mega in front of everything, kind of like a Captain N character. Dr. Wiley. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Wiley. Oh, no, no, not, that's a different one. That's like Elmer Fudd Mega Man <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, from the cartoon. I'm talking no, no, about Captain N Mega yeah, Man, or it's like, like mega high. You know, yeah, that me- that Captain N was it's a very nostalgic show, but it also was not a very good show. No, it was not good. You're wearing, you're wearing a hat that was sent to us as part of the, one of the other shows we do, that mm-hmm. Game Over Greggy show. No note in the bag. No, no, no note as to who sent you this Mega Man hat. But here I am with it. But on. here it is. And has anybody? Re- we tweeted it earlier. Nobody's responded to the tweet uh, that I've seen saying I sent that. I don't know, but I appreciate the the mystery man or woman that sent it along. Whoever thank did you. that, thank you very much for caring about. Did I look handsome in it? This audience, you look amazing. You look handsome, but I worry yes. that it might contain like a skin cock- contact poison or something. No, no, like it came right? out of the bag. It came out of a clear. It came, came out, out of a clear bag. bag. Yeah. So yeah, things yeah. in bags can't be poisoned. That's no, totally. definitely. That's what, what I heard. What if it's like pre-poisoned in the factory? No, nobody's that smart. I, I mean, come on. If you know, there's no way that could possibly ever happen. Pre-factory poison. Hey, Sam Claiborne's waiting. What's up, Sam? Sam Claiborne. You're Hi. leaving. Bye, Sam. Bye. Will we see you before Christmas? All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, many weeks. Okay, many, many weeks. Many, many, many weeks. Do I need bye. to come running out? We love you. What? Do you need me to come running out? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Over here in That's the Marty Sleva permanent chair of non-rotation That's right. is he, the Reverend Jared Petty. That's right. I have consumed Marty. I, he's very skinny. Yeah. I ate him. I did get his, his beard caught in my throat a oh, little wow. bit. But eventually, I got all of him down. Uh, he's inside me now, and I'm here in the chair. So Marty's still here. He's just inside my body. I, I like uh, thinking Marty's inside all of us. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, there is a little Marty deep inside. It's like the end of uh, Godzilla 2000. Isn't there a little Godzilla inside each of us? Yeah. Is that what they said at the end? I don't know. Something very that. similar. Yeah. It's okay. like maybe there's a little of Godzilla inside all Man, of us. Man, that movie was bad. Yeah. Godzilla 2000? Yeah. That is, but the kiss of death that was like so famous from the, the recent Godzilla movie actually has its origin in Godzilla 2000. If you remember, that's how he kills the monster at the end of that movie uh, made 14 years ago. Kiss of death, same way. Like, has sure, his head sure, down sure. his throat and and blows him up. Yeah, but it was cooler in this new one. It was much cooler in the new one. I like the Godzilla with the Puff Daddy uh, 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 song in it. Yeah, the, the Robert Page, right? Isn't Come it? with me. Yeah. Come with me. Uh, Jared Petty, there's so much to talk about. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad to be here. Uh, we'll thanks sta- for having me. We'll start at the top level. Marty is still the permanent third chair. It's just Christmas time. It's holiday time. Yeah. He's gone back to Wisconsin. That's right. So now going down another la- la- layer. Jared mm-hmm. Petty is here. This is your first podcast beyond back since the dark period. Since the dark times before the empire. Yeah, and the dark times are getting brighter. Okay, so, you know, guys, uh, podcast beyond, fans, listens, listeners, Romans, countrymen, etc., uh, and beyond. Um, yeah. yeah, you, thank you for, I, I can't begin. Uh, now here I am stuttering. Um, hundreds and hundreds of members of the Beyond Nation, as well as the Podcast Unlocked fan base and a bunch of the other IGN fan base, came out and helped my family in a myriad of different ways. I, I received thousands of tweets and dozens of emails and letters and and hundreds of donations to the GoFundMe that Ryan Palmer set up for my family in the middle of all this. And the Game Over Greggy show came out and helped, and Beyond helped, and Unlocked helped, and, and IGN helped, and IGN, the company, reached out. And helped. I don't deserve this kind of tidal wave of generosity, but you changed my life. My wife and I's life, despite the terrible thing that happened, is enormously better than it would be otherwise if you weren't here. I can't tell you what you did 
how much difference it made, it, it, how, how, how when it comes to the financial end, how much that's helped. But also when it came to sitting there at two in the morning alone in the dark and just getting a, a, a three-line letter or a three-paragraph letter from somebody in the middle of the night saying, hey, man, it's all right. I know what this is like. It, it's, it saved me. Thank you. Um, I can't – I'm sorry. I'm kind of monopolizing here. That's but, what you're um, supposed to do. You're allowed to do that. Without being – I mean, I, I don't know how to do this without being melodramatic. I, I oh, there's nothing this. melodramatic there's nothing about, about, about what's um, happened. But yeah, uh, if, I, I want to – I mean, if we can get a, a word in here edgewise, you deserve everything you got. You just said you don't deserve it. You deserve everything you got. You're nobody the deserves guy to be IGN. given that much uh, yeah, and, and the way people have given it. And, again, it, it's it's a dark thing. This is going to go on for months, guys. I mean, you know, I, And she's not going to walk for a long time. So to bring everybody up to speed, but, some people pop in and out of Podcast Beyond. Maybe sure. they missed this episode a while back. You, you guys were involved in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, a, uh, a woman uh, who was a, a DUI uh, came up the Bay Bridge in San Francisco the wrong way, which is a very difficult thing to do, and hit his head on. And I walked out. Uh, it was a very terrible accident, but but I was in, like, the three square feet of car that weren't destroyed mm. uh, somehow. My wife was almost killed, and she suffered ridiculously extensive injuries. Uh, she, she came about as close to dying as you can and not die. Yeah. That's really what yeah. happened. And... Uh, Injuries to her neck, her skull, her legs, her arm, her ribs, her spleen, or on and on and on, her eye, her ear, you know. And she's in a long, long, long recovery process that's um, both very frightening and very expensive and very difficult. She can only, you know, use one hand at this point correctly and uh, neither of her legs right yet. And it takes bones a long time to heal, but she's working at it. And uh, she's, uh, to say trooper is a, is a, Gross understatement to the to to her virtues. She's been. I've always loved her. I've always been proud of her. I have seen even even more formidable depths of her character than I realized were there in the midst of her recovery. And this, and of course, we're all worshipful of those we love. But she's been yeah. really great. So yeah, and uh, we're in the middle of that. And uh, the community reached out and helped us in a lot of ways. Um, continues to help us in a lot of ways. And. Um, uh, one day she's going to walk out of that place, and like I said, that's the walking's probably a ways off still. Yeah, but um, she'll have to have her eyes fixed. Her, her hearing's permanently damaged. Her hand, they're working on that. You know, this, maybe the hearing they'll get some of it back. We're working on that. We'll see. So, okay. Um, uh, how'd that go? Sorry, long talk there. Again. No, no, everybody I, wants updates. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, that's the update, guys. All the, time. the update is that she she suffered absolutely no brain damage. There's no paralysis. Um, the surgery that they did on her neck that they were very worried about turned out very well. Um, she's uh, she's no longer in mortal danger. It's just a matter of bones healing, muscles healing, learning to function, nerves healing as much as they can. She's eventually going to have surgery to, to fix her eye and her We'll see what happens. We're not sure what's going to go on with the ear yet. We're not sure how well that hand's going to work, but it's healing right. well. Okay. She's bionic. I mean, she's she's made out of metal now. Yeah, um, which is cool. That's cool. Uh, she's got so much metal in her that I guess she's like airport air, metal detectors are now. She has a to walk with a permanent life. doctor's note. Yeah, kind of. That's that's what we're hearing. So yeah, right. I, I think uh, it's good to hear that. You know, I, I was lucky enough. I you know, I reflect on the fact that I was lucky enough to meet your wife just weeks before this happened. Because uh, we went to dinner together with my girlfriend, and right before, you know, uh, a lot of people asked the documentary that Jared and I were in, and I narrated, and Jared is extensively a talking head in World One One, <laughs> which is a documentary about the early history of video games, which we're really proud of being in. And Real quick, isn't of, out yet? You can't get it yet. It's can you? yeah, I don't know if backers. It was a Kickstarter project that gotcha. we were approached by about mm-hmm. long after they funded it, and um, 
we both are talking heads on it. I narrate like the beginning and the mm-hmm. end of it. Um, and say lots of intelligent things in between. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we both did a nice job. Pairs in it. Um, Sam Claiborne's yeah, in Sam it. Sam said it. And just a ton of OGs from the industry. But anyway, we went to a Thai, nice Thai restaurant uh, right before the premiere of it in San Francisco, and I was lucky enough to meet your wife. And one of the things I was reflecting on to my girlfriend Cheryl was, you know, no one deserves something like this to happen to them. Even the worst people, you don't want them to suffer like this. But it always this always seems to happen to the people that really. The nice don't deserve it. <laughs> the super yeah. nice people, you know. And your wife is really one of those people. She was immediately just. A, it, it was evident how stand up she was, and you know, even though she's suffering immeasurable, you know, pain right now and really going through a lot. The good news is that even though she's had injury, you know, head injuries and back injuries, you know, her spine is okay, and, yeah, and yeah. her brain's okay, and that's the. Those are the two things yeah. that are really essential. Her personality remains completely intact. Uh, and and her body is largely going to catch up from from what we're hearing. I mean, the prognosis with the therapy is going really well so far. So, and thank you for the kind things you said uh, about her. And beyond, folks, um, you know, this is a company. We're an entertainment website, and we we talk about a mutual love that we have for video games uh, with you every week. And we're ridiculously fortunate to sit here and get paid money to do this. Um, you guys turn this into something more than an industry or more than a business or more than an entertainment or even more than a than a, a fan relationship you created something i've never experienced in my life and you guys made that happen just out of the kindness of your hearts um and these two gentlemen here next to me likewise who have done more for me than i'll ever be able to repay um but also to you guys out there yeah you did you did you didn't have to and again it just goes on and you guys did a lot i I want to sit here and praise IGN for what they did for me. That the company itself yeah. did things they did not have to do just to make my life better, and I'll never cease to be grateful. And so did so many people within this place, but you guys especially, I owe a lot to. And beyond, um, thank you. Uh, I, I know that's inadequate, but thank you. Your family—it's what we do for each other. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk about family. This, this is yeah. It, this is. It just is. It's there's. It's noble. It's no crap. It's, it's real. Yeah. And I will never be able to stop believing that after what I've experienced. Well, great. We're glad to have you back. Thanks. Let's talk uh, about video games. Are. Video games. Ladies and gentlemen, this is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Each and every Tuesday, we post it as an MP3 on IGN.com and your favorite podcast service of choice. Then on Wednesday, the video goes up on IGN.com, YouTube.com slash IGN, and IGN's completely free PlayStation 4 app. It's worth noting, Colin Moriarty, that it's holidays. Mm-hmm. Lots of sh- people missing shows. Podcast Beyond with Greg and Colin at the helm never does that. No. Never has, never will. No, we don't miss We missed her. one recently because Colin doesn't know how to work the stuff when I'm not here. But I, I feel like the average, I was thinking about this because people, you know, we were talking to some of our bosses that were surprised that we were even going to be recording over the break. And they're mm-hmm. like, how, do you guys never miss an episode? I'm like, no, we miss an episode. But I really feel like it's the average of episodes that we miss are fewer than one a year. Like yeah. the average is like maybe 0.7 episodes a year. Yeah, I think that's like that. fair. That's yeah, good. That I, I'm surprised right. you don't know this off the top of your head, honestly. I figured no. you'd have, well, it's such, you'd have it's, a detailed it's, log. It's easier to remember the ones we've missed because it happens such once in a blue moon. Okay. And we haven't missed – yeah, it's, the holidays used to be a thing. And then when I stopped going places, we just started doing them at yeah, the house. Yeah, I just don't want to go anywhere Dirt anymore. Fr- deep frying turkeys <laughs> talking to Andrew Goldfarb. Holidays are the best because <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. And you get to play video games. Yeah, <laughs> and I just get to – or whatever I want to do. Just so hang what, out. So what are you doing so far this holiday? Uh, well, Greg and I have been – 
I haven't been. I need like a moment to just chill because okay. like Greg and I have been just, just like no one's. Ever, my, I don't have any free time anymore. I push uh, myself very hard, as you know, Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, with, with the things I do outside of IGN with my side projects, and as I've brought Colin along with me. Now where he's fully on, I've got his wrist, and I'm running him to run the same rigmarole. Oh, so, so Colin is the dead weight you're dragging behind? No, no, he's oh, not the okay, dead weight. Okay, he's okay, just, okay. you know, he's, I'm Eco, and he's the girl. Orda, what's her name, that I'm dragging behind him from oh, Eco? Wow. Okay, so the, the, this is because... This is, you didn't play Eco? Yeah. Horn guy? Oh, PS2? Eco. Yeah. Eco. Yeah. 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 I'm Eco dragging, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. I want to say Orda. Wow. That's not yeah, right. Orda you know what I'm no, yeah, Oh, I know what you're. I recognize the metaphor, and I don't okay. remember her name to save my life. Which I'm, is really I'm, embarrassing. I'm Leon Kennedy, and I'm dragging the president's daughter. There okay, we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but yeah, the president's go. daughter is capable of defending. Oh, sure, that's a sure. bad reference because the president's daughter sucks. Yeah, the president's daughter in that game, not so great. The point uh, is, is that. We're an RPG party, and okay. we're running around and now doing this, the same thing. In this things. party. Yeah, yeah. All right. The so. point is, is that I just don't have any free time because I just don't. So the. The, but the next few days are going to be good, and I'm going to, you know, I want to sit down and finish Call of Duty, which I've really been enjoying, mm-hmm. um, and uh, get, uh, oh my god, oh dear. And, uh, what was that? Yeah, that was really loud, whatever that I was. Hope that I want to play through, the right? Vanishing Ethan Mars, and I want to, or not oh, Ethan, yeah. Yeah. Ethan, Ethan Carter. Ethan oh, the, Mars, the Vanishing course, Ethan Mars could be amazing. Yeah, that would be awesome. We should do that. <laughs> the we Vanishing should, of Bruno should, Mars. Um, <laughs> and uh, I want to play uh, The Evil Within, which I've been holding on to for some strange reason. Also, Resogun came to Vita and oh, doesn't work. Speaking and, of uh, Resin and Gun coming to the Vita, people wrote, is this one of your news stories, by the way? Mm-mm. All right, good. People write in to beyond at IGN.com with the questions all the time, just like Jose did. He says, hey, Greg, beyond. 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 Don't know if you remember me. I was the guy con- complaining about the Vita shortages. Well, I'm not complaining anymore. Got my Vita last Sunday, and I love it. I'm playing The Walking Dead, and I'm enamored with this little guy. My girlfriend is actually happy that we have found each other. Smiley face. One question, either for you or one of the Beyond crew. Should I get Resogun on the PlayStation Vita? Ah. Is it worth my while on the Vita? If you guys reviewed it already, ignore this email. Much love. Thanks for the support, Jose. We haven't reviewed it yet. No, it I came don't out. I yeah. didn't realize it was out yet. People started tweeting. It me came out like, oh. last last week in Europe and then in Australia, I think, and then. And, and, and so then, it, did it limp out to the states overnight? Because it was up in the store this morning. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't quite know why it's already out. Is it this? Is it is you know traditionally PlayStation when there's a holiday will publish early. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just published on Monday. It, we were Colin and I were on a road trip yesterday. We don't know what happened on the, the PlayStation. No, Network. I don't we're know what's going on at all. But what I do know is I saw these things and I was like, oh, interesting. Resogun is out. I need, there's been complaints about this, that, and the other. What's mm-hmm. happening with the frame rate? I need to jump in and see what this game's all about. So I downloaded it, booted it up, and then it just says, cannot authenticate this game with the server. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. I know I'm PlayStation Plus because I just had to renew the last week. Okay. So I went through. That was fine. Then I tweeted about it. Shane Bettenhouse, bless his heart, from PlayStation, tweeted back. He said, what about your licenses? What? When Greg Miller tweets, Shane Bettenhauser. Bettenhauser. I just Shane. lost my butt. Just call him Shane. Shane Bettenhausen comes running. Yeah. Here anyway, let's well, no, Wow. I, I, sorry, Shane, if you're listening. My yeah. apologies. He, was, he he gave me some ideas. I was like, that doesn't, I don't can't do that on Vita. He's like, all right, I'm thinking PlayStation 4. And then he, and the, he's basically like, top men are working on it. Yeah. Then Housemark tweeted, we're looking into it. We right. know something's wrong. Because a million people were tweeting the same screenshot as this. And so that offended me. Okay. Because well, I wanted to be able to come in, tell you if you should get Resogun, Jose, but I can't. Can I answer your question? No way, Jose. It's impossible. <laughs> were you setting that up the whole time? No way, Jose. I was, yeah. That's, that's where you were This going man's real name is Jack. No, okay. it's Jose. Right. It's still really Jose. So that's upsetting, Colin. Yeah, I'm trying to look into... Yeah, okay, so this is true. This is a true thing. Climax, true. Climax Studios is the studio that did the Dead Nation ports to PS4 and PS Vita, yeah. which also had the same problems that the PS3 the version, version of Dead had. Nation had. Now, I'm, I'm questioning I'm questioning what's going on with the studio now that they're mm-hmm. porting another Housemark game over... 
that Rezo gun that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I like I'm sorry. Like I got like I'm just I'm seeing a, a small trend that I have to identify. I don't know sure. if it's, it has anything to do with them or if it's X Dev or, or if, if it's, it's PlayStation if it's, yeah, Network it's QA yeah, yeah, yeah. or PSN. But it's just a little strange to me. Like the you know the Dead Nation thing was really really strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that don't know, Dead Nation on PS3 had this weird bug that if you had a hundred friends, uh, maxed Which out friends, was, yeah, yeah, full friends. friends on PSN, that the game wouldn't work. It would just crash, and you had to play it offline. And they patched it. And then the PS4 version had the same years problem. Later, right. no, years later, years later, years yeah. later, they ported the original code and, and didn't, didn't look into it. the updates. Yeah. Or something. And this was done by Climax Studios. Right. And now Climax Studios brings Resogun, another Housemark classic from PS4 now to Vita, and the game has another issue. And it's like I don't know, guys. I'm just calling it the way I see it. Like you know. It does it have something to do with the the, the 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 you know the the quality of the port or is it QAing or whatever? It's just yeah. a little weird because these problems don't happen with this isn't a common thing to happen. Sure. It's a shame yeah. that it's happening to House Marks ports. Makes you want them to just do it internally. Obviously they can't because they're working on Alien Nation right. and hopefully Resogun too. But you know and Stardust as well. They they're Ultra. working on a lot of things. They're working uh, on lots of wonderful things that we want. Right, to play. but like man, like they're quali- they're known for quality. Their games work and. They work great. They work uh, immediately since Dead Nation came out, and that was a big problem. They fixed it immediately. They were embarrassed yeah. by that problem. It's just it's just weird to me. I guess what I'm saying that it's the same, the same company porting another the same company the same studios games. Yeah, and there's another same issue problems. with it. Yeah. Paul from Ye Old England. Oh, he writes in and he says Beyond. Hi, Greg, Beyond. Colin, yeah. and Marty. You have to just uh, be Marty I, today. That's okay. I'm, uh, Marty's inside me. Oh, yeah. Well, Marty is inside you for sure. Hair is yeah. all up in your gut. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to write in to wish everyone who loves Beyond a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I just got Resogun for my Vita. OMFG. It is freaking awesome. Now, it's running fine in England is what people have been saying. Mm. Okay. Across the pond, people are downloading it, playing it. Is that because Gravity is different over there? Or? I'm it just saying be. dumb things today. It could I, be. I really need to stop talking. You better start really, thinking I can't twice say, before you I can't say, say stuff on this show. I can't say Bettenhausen's I've consumed Marty. Now I'm talking about gravity. And, you know what? Beyond Nation, I apologize. <laughs> Don't start I'm, that again. You yep, got yep. over your apologies. Right, yeah. I just know that I just know there will be people complaining that the frame rate drops by, uh, but just screw that. In my opinion, the PlayStation 4 best game is now Vita's best game too. I'll be going for the Platinum again. But I have a question. Mm. Resogun on PlayStation 4 was free on PlayStation Plus. Resogun on Vita is free because of cross-buy. Mm-hmm. How the hell can I give Housemark my money? That's DLC. the question. That's if where you, you get if it. If you want to buy DLC, you can you can do that. And more DLC is coming. I don't agree from the very brief time I played Resogun at PlayStation Experience that it is good on Vita. I think that the, the game seemed really off to me compared to the PS4 version. But I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I, I too, have been getting a lot of tweets um, about people enjoying it, I want. I'm eager to give it another go. When I saw your error message coming up today, I was like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, right. It's the same thing with Tetris. All I want to do is play Tetris, and freaking Tetris doesn't work. <laughs> you know. Um, and they're like, "We'll play it offline." I'm like, "What is the fun of playing Tetris offline when I have leaderboards to conquer, like yeah. I did with Resogun?" Yeah. You know, hashtag Colin was right, and so we need <laughs> what we need with with this particular you know version of Resogun is for. I, I need to weigh in on it. I need to I need to play the game. I need to sit down. I need to figure things out. Um, to see if this game is, you know, of the same quality as the PS4 version. I doubt yeah. it is. I doubt um, it. With that said, uh, you know, Housemark has many other games you can buy. Uh, mm-hmm. Super Stardust Delta on Vita, Super Stardust uh, HD on PS3, uh, Outland on PS3, Dead Nation on PS3, PS4, and Vita. Uh, I mean, they have a ton of ton of games. Alien Nation looks awesome. You could also get their mailing address and just put money in an envelope. Yeah, you could. Send it They're to in them. Finland. I mean, that would work, They're right? in Finland. You know, that's like creepy. your grandma does at Christmas time. Just like mm-hmm. put a Paul's card in there. PS was it's getting to the stage where I'm just going to send a letter filled with blank with bank notes to the studio. There we are. I mean, understand. Good plan. It's important to understand a couple things. I mean, I, you know, we know the guys at Housemark. They're they're really nice guys. They're doing very well. 
they're very intimately involved with Sony. PS Plus games aren't just given out for free randomly. Yeah. They are paid a significant amount of money uh, up front, which actually benefits the developer sometimes more than you would think because it's it's a risk. We've heard about stories before where people yep. have an option to put their game free or not, um, and they end up either turning it down and making less money by selling it, yep. or they accept it and make more money by, you know... Uh, accepting the, the lump sure. sum payment of whatever it is. I want to do a cheap plug and tell you if you go to the article for Podcast Me on episode 374 over on IGN.com, I'm going to insert the up at noon where I talk to the Secret Poncho guys post-launch of their game and we cover this. Like, what were you thinking getting into PlayStation Plus? Was that a risk? You know, what's the reward kind of thing? And it's interesting to finally hear a developer talk on the record, not about how much money they're getting, mind you, but how the economics work for them. Right. Okay. So let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Before I get into the news, I want to just, uh, I've been meaning to do this. Our friend Yuichi from Konami, um, who is, you know, one of the seminal people that got us uh, uh, Suikoden in uh, and Suikoden 2 on PS Centers. I used to call it when I was a kid before I knew how anything was said because we didn't have the internet. Yeah. Uh, or we aren't talking on the internet. Uh, Suikoden. Well, you, you got to be careful about this stuff. You know, it's, it's like the... Karate, karate, Ross Geller thing. You know, even if you're saying it right, you don't want to say it right sometimes. Well, Ryu you know? is Ryu to me. Ninja Gaiden is Ninja yeah, Gaiden. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's really it. okay. That that that, that makes Mario. you just not a jerk. That's okay. Yeah. I am. Who I am who I am. Anyway, he. You know, as we know from you know because they've they've said it. We were this podcast, not not us, but really the viewers and maybe Jared. Yep. Uh, but definitely the viewers and listeners <laughs> of this podcast were instrumental in convincing Konami to bring Suikoden and Suikoden 2 to PSN yep. um, as PS1 Classics, which you can play on PS3 or Vita. And should be playing. Uh, now, uh, Konami was kind enough, Yuichi was kind enough to send me a code for okay. both games. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to play them, at least anytime soon, because I have no time. Uh, so, but, 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 but Colin, <laughs> but, but Colin, there's always time for Suikoden. There, I mean, there is. There is. I mean, that's the thing is there isn't always time for it, uh, because I can barely play... The new games that are coming out. That but, I need, but why that are I you playing and the I new games, games that are coming out? Well, you could be playing Suikoden too. That's I mean, a that's is... that's a good point, but it's essential that I play these these or, new or games. Sleep. You don't have to sleep. You can just play. Oh, I, I sleep. You, you don't. Oh, play. I sleep. Yeah, sleep. Believe me, I slept till like twelve today. Uh, so, uh, dear listeners of Beyond, if you are in North America, uh, here's a code oh. uh, for Suikoden One. I'm going to give away right now. So whoever gets it first, good luck. M K T B F R N P K eight J nine Suikoden Two. That's a good one. Two three eight eight E N N P Q five F J. Greg, did you know that the seventh digit of a PSN code is always N? I did not know that. Now you do. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. Fascinating. Why is that? Code? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Someone pointed it out to me once because I used to give away codes on P- or on Twitter, and I would just put question marks in and stuff like that. And putting a question mark into the seventh one is stupid because it's, it's always, always N. N. Well, that's Strange. it's not stupid. It's just an interesting way to be like, hey, if you're hip to this game. Listener of Podcast Me On Now, you know. Math is weird. Anyway, on Roper Report this week, four items. It's a quiet week so far. Yep, yep. Number one. Titanfall developer Respawn Entertainment officially has a second team working on an unannounced game. Word came by way of studio founder and Call of Duty OG Vince Zampella, who confirmed the existence of the team to Game Informer, quote, there is a second team, he noted, quote, non-Titanfall related. The Titanfall team still exists as a fully functional team. We have another team in pre-production that's smaller just starting up, but it's a much smaller group at this point, end quote. Uh, it wasn't in our story, but I also saw it was on NeoGAF and, and floating around was that they basically confirmed that Titanfall 2, whatever the sequel, will, will not be an Xbox exclusive. Oh, yeah, exclusive. yeah, no mm-hmm. um, I think they've talked about this before, but you can expect that at Titanfall 2 will they be on PS4. They've danced around it before, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sure that they wish Titanfall 1 was on PS4 as well. <laughs> Uh, or maybe they didn't because I'm sure they got a lump sum payment from EA, just right. like we were talking about PS Plus. Yeah. So that's interesting if you're in, if you're excited about Titanfall or whatever that else that studio is doing. 
Number two, I'm disappointed in this one. Oh, no. Colin. The oh. eagerly anticipated PS4 exclusive Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is apparently nowhere near being completed. Damn it! Oh, really? But it's making progress. The game's developer, the Chinese room, noted that the game is, quote, well past the halfway point, end quote, of development. And will hopefully launch in twenty. So hopefully launch still in twenty fifteen. But hopefully that game was announced a long time ago. I want to say Gamescom twenty twelve. No, twenty thirteen. Gamescom twenty thirteen. I think it was. Okay. I saw it at E three this year. Looked awesome. One of my favorite games. Yeah, you came back show, talking for sure. Loving it. Um, and I'm just really excited. Santa Monica's involved in, in helping produce it. X Steps involved helping produce it. I thought that the game was going to be very early this year, and it's, it's apparently I, I thought because it's so narrative driven, I assume that they didn't want to show anything about it. Yeah. Um, but Sony is dumping money into the game, so I, maybe it makes makes less sense that we have heard so little about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my most eagerly anticipated games by far, up there with like Hotline Miami Two and Mighty Number no. Nine and a bunch mm-hmm. of games that um, are up there. So. Hopefully in 2015 still, but yeah, they're halfway, they're past the halfway point. It reminds me of when we saw when I was at Square Enix in Japan, and they told us Final Fantasy 15. It's much more extreme with them. That Final Fantasy 15 was 55 percent done. And I'm like, what have you been doing for eight years? <laughs> for those of you that for for those listeners that haven't followed the preview cover to this, can you encapsulate what it is about this game that excites you? Yeah, it's um the portion of the game we saw. It's an adventure game, uh, and it's first person. It's beautiful. It takes place in the 80s in uh, rural England, and it's about uh, a person, from what I can tell, that wakes up and the rapture had happened. Um, and the rapture, of course, is the biblical event when all the believers are taken to heaven. And so, you know, actually, actually not biblical. Well, that's a whole other theological point. That's more of a theological ex- ex- extrapolation. Ex- yeah, extrapolation from scripture from yeah, re- well, from Revelation. Yeah, because yeah, like the the word you rapture know. never actually appears in scripture. There's it's it's an interpretive thing. It's kind of like a Catholic. I've just thing, right? angered like one like one third of Christianity and validated the other two thirds at this point. But we, it's we it's Catholic yeah. specifically, right? Like Catholic uh, actually, it, it, not necessarily even Catholic doctrine. No, that's it's it's more of a uh, it's more of a, some sects of Calvinism along with some conservative sects of, of other churches. Everybody who read the left behind. I asked just because my mom, um, who's not a practice, like pra- she's a religious person, I guess, but she's not really a practice. And we're Catholic, mm-hmm. we're Italian yeah. and Irish, so obviously we're very Catholic. Um, as a family, uh, we used to tell me about the rapture when I was a kid, and I used mm-hmm. to be horrified by it. Yeah. And my assumption, what my grandma was used to talk about it too, so I was just, my assumption was like, I guess it's like a Catholic kind of thing, kind of like uh, purgatory or something. Um, so the game, it, 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 it's basically about like figuring out what happened. And as far as I can tell, we saw like 20, 25 minutes of the game. Um, person's like walking through this beautiful like wheat field the sun's like setting there's trees all around you go into a house and you start exploring it and it's it's kind of like gone home um it's prettier than gone home mm-hmm. um a little more mysterious than maybe gone home i assume yeah. it's a little meatier than gone home too gone home was awesome um so we'll see i mean it's it's one of those heady playstation games Woo-hoo. that that frankly only playstation publishes on consoles yeah um you don't see those kinds of games on Xbox. You certainly don't see those kinds of games on Nintendo platforms. Whereupon um, Sony's managed to carve just a, a wonderful industry out of this. Yeah, I mean, think about yeah. games like Journey and the Unfinished yeah, Swan exactly. and these games that just don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that end up being awesome. Journey is like one of the great games of all time. Um, one of the great bands, too. It, it is one. I mean, yeah. we're in San Francisco. I mean, you know, we, we, oh, yeah. be, be, be careful Stay if you say that. Anyway. Uh, number three. Telltale is working on yet another adventure series. This one based on the most unnarrative game of them all, Minecraft. <laughs> the series will be called Minecraft Story Mode and will be a narrative-based game that takes place in the Minecraft universe. It will still be Minecrafty, in quotes, in some way, according to Mojang. I'm sure which means it will come to many pigs. Yeah, yeah it'll be that. It'll have the same exact art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will come to many platforms, including PS4, PS3, and Vita, mm-hmm. uh, starting in 2015. Now, when I saw this, I didn't want to get into you know being negative about it, but I, I have to express myself about this. Um, 
Telltale's getting precariously close to jumping the shark now. You think because, really? Because, because they're just <laughs> because they're just doing everything now. Like yeah. it becomes. I, I mean, obviously, marrying yourself with the most profitable and lucrative video game property in the world is a smart business idea. What I mean by that is, the more Telltale does, the less special what they do becomes, and that's and that's just it. So like, so like when when The Walking Dead when the Walking when I played The Walking Dead season one, I was just, you know I waited till the I haven't even played the second one. Yet. That's another game I got. I'm gonna do that this this break. When I played that game. I was astounded by how good it was. Yeah. Especially because I played Back to the Future. And it was just like, it was just crap. It got off the rails. And like, especially like in the end of the later oh, episodes, it was just like, so I was bad. like, this game kind of sucks. And I was so pleasantly surprised by the narrative, the narrative they built and the voice acting and this beautiful story that they told and the choices that I felt like really mattered and resonated with people. Right. Then they announced The Wolf Among Us, and I haven't played that yet, and I don't care about it. Game of Thrones. Then, then they do Game of Thrones, and that game comes Borderlands. out. Now they did Borderlands, and that comes out. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing... It's like, I don't want to see you now for a while. But, like, I'm not interested in seeing you now, anymore. Counterpoint here. Okay. Counterpoint yeah, no, for of course, moment. of course. All of those are good. Yeah. Okay, and that, that there's a good story in almost anything. Uh, that doesn't mean the story's going to get told. There's a, there's a terrible story in almost anything. You, you, you take Star Wars and you compare Episode 1 and Episode 4. You know, there's a great story in 4 and a terrible story in 1 in the same core concept in the same universe. Uh, you take these properties, you can find a way to tell a really neat story about just about anything if you do it right. William Faulkner built his career on talking about a one-county area in Mississippi, you know, and, and he managed to, to write 20 or so great short stories and novels out of that single setting from that single yeah. time period. Uh, Telltale has a great shtick right now. I mean, the, the the unifying factor on all those games, besides the fact, you know, they're bouncing out in different directions, but the ones you mentioned have all been really solid all the way up to pretty darn excellent. Um, there have been weak episodes here and there, but most of their stuff's been great. I, I think a Minecraft story-based game is weird, but if I'm a writer at a games company, somebody says, I want you to create a narrative out of Minecraft. It's exciting. Yeah, it's a very exciting I, opportunity. And I'm I'm good with until they screw it up. I, I didn't like the idea of Toy Story Two when they announced it. I was like, a sequel to a Pixar movie? Are you kidding me? Huh, little did we know, you know, now um, but back then I was like, Are you kidding? And then I watched it and now it's it's very close to my favorite Pixar movie after The Wonderful Wally. Um it, it's a it's a very well done thing. So you can make you can do the same thing over and over as long as you keep doing it well. Um I'm gonna wait for him to screw up before I get worried. I, I come down I, on I I see both sides of this argument and but my I'm way more with Jared and the fact that but I understand totally that the more games they put out the less special it is. And do they care about that? Probably not. They want to make money and they want to make great products and they're doing that. But it's the same thing of like Walking Dead season one came out and it was like you know, I mean, everyone was talking about it. It was game of the year nods, this, that, and the other. Walking Dead season two came out, and everybody's like, "Oh, it was really good," and nobody's like talking about it on that level this time, right? Because I think we've seen so much of it since then. But frankly, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that anyone's talking. No one's ever going to talk about their games like they talked about the Walking Dead ever again. Probably, yeah. And 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 I, I, I mean, what what is the example of them talking about anything, like, even to the point of the walk, like the way the Walking Dead was mentioned the first season, you know, like because it was special. And if you disappear for a while and do something special again and i'm not saying that these games aren't special because i haven't played them but i'm saying special like it was unique it was a, yeah. it was a, it was a jump from from back to the future and jurassic park right, right. it was a jump right and Colin. quality and i know that these games are quality written but i saw borderlands and i saw game of thrones and i'm like this is just the same game in a different universe with different characters you know and it, and to me to, to, to counter your point because you're saying like what's wrong with it's always yeah. quality like what made Mega Man 9 and 10 so special to me was that they came out years after Mega Man 6 came out. Okay. You know, like years and years, over a decade, 
decade and a half after Mega yeah. Man 6 came out. We waited. We wanted it. And 9 came out, and then two years later, 10 came out. And that's it. Now, if they kept releasing those games every year, I might like that, but they might become less special to me too. Sure, you oh, know, I, like like I, yeah. I. So I'm just saying, I'm glad people enjoy them. More power to Telltale. They're nice guys over there. They make good games, and I enjoy their games. I enjoy The Walking Dead um, very much, and I'm going to play The Walking Dead season two, and I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. All I'm saying is that when I saw that announcement, I'm like, this is getting really close now to too much, you know, mm-hmm. and. Do they want to make money? Of course. Do they have a formula that works? Of course. And is it going to keep working? Of course. All I'm saying is that I would like for them to just sit back and be like, how can we make, instead of making another great game, how can we change the and change everything again like we did The Walking Dead? Oh, I think there's some validity in what you're saying there, too. Uh, yeah, again, to run back on that again, two points. First, uh, you just mentioned Mega Man 9 and 10. Let's just talk about those because they're wonderful. But uh, those were, inf- you know, part of what made those special was it had been a long time. The other part was that they were informed by that long gap between them. You know, people were able to look back and say, oh, look, here, here were the best parts of those designs. You mentioned Mega Man 6, which is honestly not very good. Uh, those are I personally of, love 6, but do yeah. You? yeah, a lot oh. of people don't. Yeah, uh, it, it, two, 2 and 3 are, are where a lot it's drawn from. Also, a decade of game design and, and the ability of people to look back and go, oh, maybe this worked and this didn't. I think that, like you said, something special may be created from a new mode of storytelling game. It's not like Telltale created adventure games. They just recreated them by right. doing the same. They look back at... at old adventure games and found what worked and what didn't and did something very like that before. It could happen again. But I, I think the other part of it is you're, you're missing the fact that there's a very good chance I'm about to have an adventure game where I can have a conversation with a boxy pig while I'm wearing a pumpkin on my head. And that counts for a lot. I mean, I understand the gravity of that situation. That's really important. But And I think that, that honestly, the ability to do that and the, to know that the pig remembers what I said yeah. is going to be... The change. That's for really, me, I, the pig remembers this. Tell, yeah. I think Borderlands was, for me, their make or break. I'm just like, okay, we're in this universe now, too, and then I got it, and I, I put on the PS4 and didn't even think about it because I just don't care that much about Borderlands' story. Like, I really... I mean, I like Borderlands. I love playing them, but, like... I haven't gone back, and I'm not thinking about Handsome Jack and what's happening in the world. And oh, you're not? The, no, not at all. And so when I finally was one night when I just didn't know what to play on a Friday night, drinking an old-fashioned, chilling out, trying to find the right game to fit my mm-hmm. mood, I was like, oh, right, Borderlands, I'll try that, and then played through it and loved it, laughed out loud. It was hilarious. It was great, and it's like, all right, well, if they can do that with a franchise where I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to go into Minecraft and have this thing and have whatever they're going to do next. I, I agree that, like, I think as a fan of their their games and stuff, it would be awesome if they hard stopped, didn't have four projects announced, came back and like, hey, we fixed the engine everybody hates, and it doesn't run like crap, and this doesn't happen, and it's not erasing your saves, and you're not T-posing all over the place. That'd be rad, but then there's the realities of running a development house or a studio and having a staff, right, that you need to be producing, creating, and doing stuff. And you hope I the, guess. the next change will have to come at you, imagine, with their next round of projects that they redo the engine. Or they I suppose. I mean, I, I think, yeah, the economic realities are certainly there. We don't presume to know. I don't presume to know what their economic reality I is. Know they but need I, money. I know I know that they scale up, and I know that they have a lot of teams now. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't Clearly. have to be like that. And, sure. and you know, yeah, I'm just saying, like... I totally I understand you have the Walking yeah, you, Dead. You, the Walking Dead, if not for, let's see, Journey, that year, Journey and the Unfinished Swamp, maybe Hotline Miami, that was like, that was an extraordinary game. Mm-hmm. You know, that like would have been my, maybe my game of the year. Yeah. Um, and I don't even really like The Walking Dead. Like oh, you know, the, like the like, game or the series. You mean the, the series? He doesn't like, like the, he doesn't like the source material. Like okay. like yeah, like I don't really read the really comics. Play. The show is like oh, just too much for me at this point. And but like that universe is awesome. Mm-hmm. Just in the deep south and the zombie apocalypse is very weird. You know, it's like a very weird show. Yeah, you usually expect like a more metropolitan kind of thing going on or a midwestern thing. This is a southern thing. Yeah, and I really and I and I enjoy that. Um, obviously, Robert Kirkman's you know a visionary. 
Uh, uh, up to about issue 40, he's a visionary. Then he just jumps the shark and oh, never does good again. Up. But uh, you're a monster. We're so, going to talk no, about no, that the Walking time. Dead is We're awful. Talk. The awful. comic book? After, after about issue 40, it's terrible. Get the f*** out of here, you piece of s***. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to throw out there. I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I really just want to see. It's the same thing like you can say about any studio. I mean, not that making Telltale's games is certainly much easier than making a AAA game like The Last of Us, but you could say like Naughty Dog, don't just, just keep doing what you do. Right, right, yeah, right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, like, or you can say, like, why, you know, Uncharted 3 came out in 2011. We're not going to get Uncharted 4 until 2015, maybe. I mean, they say it is. I mean, you know, and hopefully it comes out in the fall. Um, and that time lets them make a game that looks, from what we saw at PSX, like it's going to be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I don't see from my eye in any of these things that I'm seeing the extraordinary that I saw it's now in the, the Walking Dead. It's yeah. now the ordinary. Yeah, exactly. The, so that's all the I'm extraordinary saying. that was the Walking Dead the first time on first blush is now the ordinary. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. More power to him or whatever. I mean, the, the, the consumers are certainly speaking. And uh, finally, number four, miscellaneous news. Ooh. Resident Evil's new remake coming in 2015 will be crossed by giving players access to both PS4 and PS3 versions for the price of one. I still oh, have no God. idea. No idea why they're doing that. The, the, we were talking about this. The cross-buy between Vita and PS4 or Vita and PS3 makes sense. It does not make sense between PS4 and PS3. Like, I don't it's understand. It's just the hope that you, you're buying games and then you're digitally so that you can be like, oh, if I upgrade, it's great. As a PlayStation 4 <laughs> yeah, owner, it's like, makes no as sense. As a PS3 owner, I can see that. That's you're, true. you're building a library. You're making things. I think it's more of a way for them like just to check a box and be like, oh, we're cross-buy. Sure. <laughs> Get the um, little controller on the back. Let's see. One uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 3 is officially coming to Western markets on PS4, PS3, Vita, and Steam in 2015. New Far Cry 4 DLC has been revealed. It's called Escape from Durgesh Prison and will launch on January 13, 2015. Disgaea 5's Western release has been confirmed. It will launch in the fall of 2015 exclusively on PS4 and will be called Disgaea 5 Alliance of Vengeance in the West. There, I never told this story. I was in Japan when they revealed the game and uh, right before TGS when they really talked about it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was at... Uh, I went to a news conference for it. They had like a like a conference just for the game, and I know the president of NS. I met him a few times, but there's you know a bunch of people there. Pretty much all Japanese press, and then me and a few guys from the West. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And I asked for some reason, didn't think through the translation thing at all. <laughs> so it was because it was literally ninety nine percent Japanese people that didn't need yeah. translation. So uh, a guy over there, a really nice guy, one of their like their head producers, uh, this guy named Alan, kneeled behind me and Jeremy Parrish from US Gamer <laughs> and was whispering in our ear for an hour as they were talking all the um, they had like the voice actors and they did like this whole you know thing or whatever with presentation the, yeah like a whole it's like a huge like hour long thing just on this guy okay. and he was just whispering he's like so now he said you know not even later he was like now he's talking about you know how much of an honor it is for him to be in the game now he's talking about how he's a huge Disgaea fan like it was like, like that for I was yeah, like this is so funny man yeah. I'll never forget that um, but I know a lot of people are really excited about that. Damon Hatfield is. And, Damon uh, Hatfield loves that. Probably yeah, Vince too, right? He loves that. No, I don't talk to Vince. And I won't You're talk to Vince. Why don't you talk to Vince? He needs to cut his hippie hair. Vince is good people. He's serving me octopus on Christmas Eve tomorrow. Oh, oh. very Italian. Yeah, I'm very excited. Taco nigiri? Huh? No, no. Calamari? No, no, no. Not Actually, uh, we're going uh, We're going to Asia the next uh, next day with ramen okay. uh, on Christmas. Okay. But uh, no, this isn't uh, uh, taco nigiri. But by the way, very good. Oh, I love uh, taco nigiri. Oh, it's good stuff. My favorite. It? Do you prefer it raw or do you like it uh, Do you like it cooked and then put on? No, I like it raw. You like it raw? Yeah. Okay, I wondered. I wasn't sure which way. But There's a song a, about that. You ever had Raw Ogilvy? octopus? I like it raw? Yeah. yeah. How's it go? Yeah, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that one. Have you what? Have yeah. you ever had sushi? Oh my odori? god. Go ahead, I, I find it. I don't know. Have I ever had sushi what now? Odori before? 
What's that? Okay, Odori means dancer. This this blew my mind. Oh, is this with the soy? Uh, No, no, this is amazing. Have you ever had it, Colin? What is it? I've been to Japan several times. You ever had Odori, Uh, sushi Odori? I don't eat seafood. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I did not know that. Oh, I'm a I'm a poor Colin fan. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I'm sitting at a at a sushi bar with a, with a friend when I and there's these huge tiger prawns in the tank behind yeah, the yeah. bar. So I'm like, what are those for? And he goes, Odori, which means dancer. I'm like, yeah. oh, what's that? And he points, and the guy thrusts his arm to the tank, grabs the live tiger prawn, whoosh, 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 slaps it on a piece of of nigiri rice, and the tail's just flapping up and down like this, just yeah, like, yeah. and the thing's like twisting. He's like, eat, eat quickly, Odori. And it's dancing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, so. I've talked myself into this, so here yeah, it is, yeah. and it's moving around in my mouth, and the tail sticks out and does this, yeah, yeah. bite down on it, and then, and you know what, if that wasn't the best piece of shrimp I've ever really? had, I, I was shocked, I honestly was, because I, I ate sushi, but I was terrified yeah. of eating it Whatever. was good enough I had a second piece. Exactly. Uh, when you go, like when we went for Thanksgiving last year, when we were in Japan, yeah. we, we went out with Shuhei Yoshida. Oh, and, okay, cool. And we went out to uh, Catch Your Own Fish Restaurant. And we we caught we we caught a lobster. Okay. And then they like walked around, came right back with this lobster nigiri, and we were like, uh, "I've never had lobster nigiri," and it was amazing. It was, was so I've good. I've never had lobster. Nigiri. It was so good. Oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. Really good. All right, this is the raw song. I can't believe you don't know this song. It's old dirty bastard shimmy shimmya. You really never. Heard I, lo- of this? I love ODB, and I don't know this. I mean, I know the one song I everybody knows from college. Oh my God! Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> anyway, that was, uh, when you said that, I thought for sure you would understand. Sorry, right? no, I missed that one. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say about NIS real quick. Uh, they were here. I was talking to them. Um, there was a story going on around about them. I don't think we wrote about it because hmm. it's it's very n- niche. But in um, Famitsu or somewhere uh, in Japan, uh, that you know they solicit uh, what's going on in the year, what's what's happening in the year from all these different developers and publishers and. Um, and I asked, wrote in sarcastically saying, we're releasing Disgaea 5, uh, you really need to buy it, we're going to go out of business. Okay. And and uh, everyone took that as like being serious, and I talked to them, like, what the hell is that all about? Because like the expectation of the game selling is like 200, 250,000 copies. I'm like, that's really high, I don't think you guys are going to hit that number. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're like, it was sarcastic, like, we're fine. You know? And I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, you publish tons of games that are really popular, especially in the West. Yeah. Um, like Danganronpa. Uh, so... Although I wonder if if they ever do another Danganronpa game, if, if another big publisher is going to get wise to the fact that a lot of people skipped on this game and shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, uh, NIS uh, is fine. Good. Because I know some people were Which is good news. It. Yeah. Oh, uh, because because uh, the NIS picks the good stuff. And uh, finally, new fighting game J-Star's Victory VS Plus will launch in the West in the okay. summer of 2015 on PS4, PS3, and Vita. And that is all... We have more good news. What's this is another news? item. Now, this is I'm gonna. T- I'll warn everyone ahead of time. This is gonna start like one of the ones where I start laughing maniacally, and then it leads into where you get your games and all that crap. This is a real story. Okay. This one comes from Jefferson Ferguson. He says, "Dear Colin, Greg, and Marty. Firstly, beyond, beyond, beyond. This week, my girlfriend and I are in Hawaii celebrating Christmas before we head to San Francisco this weekend. While on the beach, I perched on one knee, declared my undying love, and asked her to be my wife. She foolishly said yes." <laughs> he writes. <laughs> Afterward, a person asked her if it felt good to be engaged. Her reply was simply, beyond. Beyond. I immensely thought, I immediately thought of my best friends. You guys. Much love, Jefferson Ferguson. I thought that was a sweet little story. Yeah, it is a nice story. If we're really your best friends, as we say everybody who watches this show, 
your best friend by listening you know it's better than anybody jefferson we expect wedding invitations absolutely and maybe to be a groomsman i'm just putting it out there just putting it out there me and colin up there colin and i up there Greg dragged me out around everywhere else. Why not go yeah. to the go to Pitch this? You well. look good in Texas. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why people get married in Texas. They hide everything. Everybody right. looks good in Texas. Yeah. That's the whole point right. of vest form or cummerbund. No vest. I, I like the vest. Yeah. I like the vest. Yeah, the vest. Cummerbund's kind of vest. out of style, if you ask me. Um, Jared. not that Benedict Cumberbund though. He's, he's, oh no, he's yeah. no, he needs he's to stop being in movies. Now. He's too popular right now. Jared. Yes, sir. You get to pick the question. I get to pick the question. Yep. Oh, really? It's gonna, here are your topics. All right. Finishing games. Uh-huh. Valkyria Chronicles. Okay. Finishing Jumping games. into the PlayStation ecosystem. Uh-huh. If someone should get a Vita. Uh-huh. And how do you pick a PlayStation Network name that doesn't suck? Uh, let's go with uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Quick, real quick, before you even get into the story, you skipped an entire portion of the. I was podcast. wondering. Oh, you're that. right. I did. Sorry. I'm, we're on a short. We're already, it's already 46 minutes, and this is like one where I need to get out of here. So. But what about the Andrew Goldfarb list of reasons you should be playing Squeak It in Two this week? We'll be real quick. People hate you then. We need to be. We need to be exact. Broken Sword Five: The Serpent's Curse Episode Two is available on Vita digitally. Field Runners Two is available on Vita digitally. Resogun is available on PS3 and Vita digitally. Cross by kind of. If you want on PS4, it should be free. Shakespeare's uh, is available on PS3. Is digital. it based on the pizza place? And Shakespeare's oh. is a game of glory, honor, and fame. Okay. Become a valiant knight and enter tournaments to compete to compete for the heart of a beautiful lady. Travel through four worlds of wonder, win battles in twenty cities, and beat challenging bosses in this epic game. It's time to become a hero for the ages. Switch Galaxy Ultra, which I've been waiting for for a while, is on PS4 and Vita digitally. And Shrine Enchanted Edition, which I think is the seventeenth time Shrine has been re-released, is available on PS4. Digitally, and that is it. Go on. Bashar writes in and says, "Beyond, beyond, beyond." I email you from beyond the seas, from Amon Jordan, and I have a question. Valkyria Chronicles on the PS3 has slipped completely under my radar for some reason. Stumbled upon its review a few months ago and fell in love with the art and combat system. Ran to my PlayStation 3 to download it, only to find it's not—it's only available in disc form. Ordering it online isn't an option for me, and my friends who traveled to the U.S. recently had no luck finding it in stores. Mm. Was released in 2008. Will this game make it to the PlayStation 4? Did you guys like and play the game? Have they released... Have they released it this past November on PC? Does that make it more likely or less likely to come to pl- my PlayStation 4? My PC can't run games. Bashar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Valkyria Chronicles 2 was a PSP game, right? Yep. Yep. Here's here. I mean, I'll tell you right now. I I played Valkyria Chronicles. I loved Valkyria Chronicles. I reviewed two, played the hell out of two. It will ne- you will not get this on PlayStation 4. They didn't even go back to patch it with trophies. They made the sequel to PlayStation Portable. They made the sequel to that only in Japan on PlayStation Portable, and we've yeah. never gotten a translation for Valkyria Chronicles 3. Like it's bad news bears. Yeah, Sega's the publisher and owner of that IP, so it's it's not looking too good because they they don't treat a lot of their stuff with um, that people want with seeming respect, as it were. Sometimes a lot of people a lot of people get mad at them for for something. Fantasy Star Online Two, for instance. Yeah, uh, let us speak no more of that. I am mad now. You said those words, <laughs> and my head turned red. And so, I was gonna say, yeah, like, 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 yeah, they're not gonna. I mean, that, that them releasing it on on Steam was just a nice way to get some revenue. I think. Yeah. yeah. What was this young man's name again? Bashar. Uh, Bashar, uh, really, uh, no matter what links you have to go to, it's worth getting your hands on. Yeah. Um, hunt it down. Uh, I I don't think they're going to release it on PS4 either, but uh, it's it's a must play uh, on the PS3. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Video game. I the fact that it, yeah it came to PC, uh, it made me hopeful. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I think it was such an easy port for them that they just didn't even worry about it. Like it'd be great to see it come to PlayStation 4, but that would mean putting trophies in it and doing different things with it. Mm-hmm. And I guess you kind of have Steam achievements if they're active on it, but. 
I doubt it, and it sucks because that's such a great game. You know what I mean? I agree. Love, love, love it. Mm. But Bashar, what I'm going to do is email you and send you my PlayStation 3 copy because that game does need to be played. Awesome. So that's the easiest way to do it. Colin, mm. ecosystem, if mm. you should get a Vita, a guides question, how to pick a PlayStation Network game that doesn't suck, or wild card rant. Wild card rant. Oh, that's awesome. Wild card rant this week which is a new segment, I guess, comes from Dan. Dan writes in and says, Dear Greg, Colin, and Marty, beyond. 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 So I'm writing in to get your opinion on something. Collector's editions pre-orders. I've been a huge gamer for my entire life, and I love collector's edition. I have some really rare ones, like the Joel and Ellie statue. I made the mistake of waiting till now to pre-order the premium edition for the order. To my surprise, they're sold out everywhere. What really frustrates me is that you can go on eBay right now to see this pre-order being sold for almost double what they cost people who don't even want themed, ju- who don't even want themed, just want to make a little profit. Themed, I don't know what he means there. He's, he's ramped up. He's angry. This is the same problem with the whole Amiibo craze right now. (laughs) I know a lot of the pre-ordering has to do with inventory and shipments and all that, but personally, I think collector's editions should not be able to be pre-ordered. You should have to go to the store and wait for one or only be able to order one the day they come out because too many people who don't even want one to buy one with the intentions to selling them for profit just needed a little rant. I'm sorry. Awesome work as always, guys. Always making my Tuesdays better. Oh. Dan DiCercino. Damn, Dan. Damn Chill man, out, my man. man. Chill out, my dude. <laughs> Chill out, my dude. Dan <laughs> wanted his order. Order was taken out of his life, and all he had left was chaos. I mean, Dan slept on slept on the switch. Yeah. You get out there. And I love you, Dan. Thank you for listening. Don't get me wrong. But come on. Just pre-order a little bit earlier. Mm. You, they announced him. They were out there. You want to talk about... And the offense of the whole pre-ordering and the selling thing, it's the PlayStation 20th anniversary edition of the yeah, PlayStation 4. Yeah, that was a little much. That was a boondoggle, and, and I'm not happy with how it went. And we still. don't know we don't know what kept Dan from getting his pre-order in earlier, too. I mean, something, you know, Dan's house could have been hit by a meteor. There could have been dinosaurs outside. Sure. Dan, you know, he might have had to save a life. This is, But here's the thing. Dan's hip to the collector's edition game. He's hip. He's he's ahead of the curve. You get yeah. that credit card. You throw it down. Maybe you don't have the money now. I understand. But if you're if you're this crazed about the pre-orders about the collector's editions, you pre-order the collector's edition. It comes around. You you don't have it. You flip it on eBay and Dan you flip it the right way. He did not get his Wii Fit trainer. He did not get his villager. Yeah, these amiibos. He did not get his order. But see again, like I I I had asked around the office here. I'm like I got this guy I love. I want to buy him a Christmas gift of a Mega Man amiibo. Well, how do I do that? I'm, I'm like, on Amazon, there's no listing. Like, don't go. Go to GameStop. Go do that. I did, went to GameStop. I pre-ordered. Now it's done. comes yeah. in February. Colin's got a Christmas gift. Okay, so you got to head that. So yeah. I've, considered, I've considered shattering the cabinet in the back of the office and just taking all the ones out of there that, that we have on display. You probably just yeah. open it. It's probably not even locked. Yeah, oh, I don't oh, think you have okay. to do that. that too. You probably just ask Jose. I see him with carts of Amiibos every time. He's traveling he, around. Every, that's all he does. Arms. He doesn't come in the office anymore. He just goes to Target and takes photos of his cart. The Santa Claus of Amiibos. All right. Final question, Jared Petty. You ready oh, for your for topics? Me? Oh, okay, well, no, you can. Go. You get to pick. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. Finishing games. A good time for the ecosystem. Should someone get a Vita? How to pick a name that doesn't suck? A PlayStation Network name that doesn't suck? I think uh, if it was finished games instead of finishing games, I'd go with finishing games or with finished games. But since we're not talking about the fins, I'm gonna go with. Should I get a Vita? Why not? We'll go with good. Should I get a Vita? Yes. 
Jason from yeah. Pennsylvania writes in and says, Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. Greg, Colin of the bolted down third chair. After watching Beyond for a while, I'm f- trying to decide if I should get a Vita. What should my first game, and also, how many gigabytes is enough for the Vita? Thanks for everything you do, Beyond. Beyond. You want as many gigabytes as you can get, number one. Yeah, you yeah. can even, I mean, if you want to get real crazy with it, you import the 64 gig one from Japan. Which you should. That's what I have. It's, it's a lifesaver. I haven't had to think about it since I bought it. Running around that sexy pink and black Vita, having a gay old time. All of this, but you're gonna do okay with the 32 if 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 that's all you can get chance on, right? Sure, I mean, it's not gonna be all right. I have a 16 gig one, and I'm I'm totally smitten yeah. with it too. I mean, it's right. just, it's just it's like how I felt about my PS3 or my PS4. Eventually, like you just have these games on on your mm-hmm. cross media bar for vanity. Yep, that's true. Yeah, there's games. That, I, I like and having the really library. Cares? I have the library of games on my Vita that I'm never going back yeah, to. Yeah, so I just delete yeah. stuff. I have like two am games I, free on my game. Am I ever going back to Dust Force? No, but I like knowing it's there. Yeah. I like seeing it in my little yeah, digital Yeah, no, I like the Dust, the Dust Force. It was fun. Yeah, no, I liked yeah, it. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Like, I'm just saying. Like, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I would get it. I would go with, you know, I don't go with the four gig memory card. That's what I did when we imported them from Japan. Yeah, yeah. That lasted about two seconds. And I was like, well, that's way too small. Yeah, absolutely get a Vita. Of course. First game? I say Persona uh, Four Golden. Uh, it's all you need if you if you especially if you don't have that much money. P four G is is pretty sp- superb. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet so Two is now available. True, um, that's also that. true. <laughs> but yeah, P four G. What game really says Vita though? I mean, like Little Deviants, um, Rampa. Oh, uh, like something that's like a like you're talking about like a like a the the soul of the Vita. Dang yeah, or just something you can play on yeah. I mean, you can play Persona Four on PS2. Uh, yeah, but not this one with great. trophies, um, with this amazing voice, this amazing, you know, the look of it, the mm. HD, the repolishedness. See, I don't think it's as simple as it's a port. Spelunky is a great port, again, but that's a port. Sure. Uh, that's great. Yeah, Rogue Legacy, um, Velocity. Yeah, Rogue Legacy is good. Uh, Velocity, Velocity Two X. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Velocity Two X might be the choice if you're yeah. looking for something that screams, "This is something that's Vita, Vita, Vita." I mean, granted, again, it's cross by because everything's cross by. But, but as great as all these things are, really, you kind of owe it to yourself in life to play. Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. Uh, Agreed with that. So good. Colin. Mm. I have a lot of segments on here. I didn't even get to some of them. You ready for some of them? Mm -hmm. Let's do a speed round of the PlayStation Network hit of the week. This one comes from James in East Texas. Hello. He says, Dear Greg, Colin, and the stationary Sleva. That's nice. Wow, the stationary If Marty Sleva. ever comes here you and know, is here for consecutive episodes, that'd be a great I really feel that like Marty should be here right now. It's like he's just been established. He's right, yeah, And then... then, then just, the holidays, man. There's nothing man. we can do about him. Man. On the 8th of December, I was admitted to the hospital because I suddenly lost the ability to walk. After undergoing both a lock... A lock a laminectomy? 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 Laminectomy, thank you. And a micro... Dis- Microdisectomy. Thank you. Things have gone from bad to worse. Due to complications with my health post-op, I've been admitted to what is essentially a nursing home in order to undergo long-term physical therapy and observation. As a result, I'm missing out spending the holidays with my family and friends, and that's having a terrible effect on my morale. Listening to Podcast Beyond has been one of the few distractions that have kept me sane through the grueling and terrifying process. Thank you for being a bright spot in an otherwise grim situation. Based on what you guys have said here on the podcast, I've decided to pick up Freedom Wars. Yeah, hell yeah, Freedom Wars. To pass the time between physical therapy sessions. It should arrive on Christmas Day, and I'm greatly looking forward to playing it. I was wondering if you could share some beginner's tips for a fellow who has never played this particular type of game before, and if you'd be willing to put my PlayStation screen name out there so that I might try co-op with a few fellow Beyond listeners. My PSN name is TARDIS underscore type underscore four zero, the numerals 40, four okay. zero. Tartarus, Tartar, Tardis, 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 T A R D I S. Yes. Underscore type. Underscore forty. I got it the first time. Yeah. Happy holidays and beyond. Well, first off, sir from Texas, 
James from East Texas. We'll feel better soon. Mm, Sorry about yeah. all of this. Yes. I'm glad you have a good outlook. I'm glad we're there for you. You're there for us. You get us through this, our days, everything we have to do. So we're happy to do it for you. That's how this family works. Um, everyone, make sure you go be hit of the week with him. And tips for Freedom Wars. In the beginning of Freedom Wars, I say just jump in and have fun. Don't worry about the sentence. This was a big problem when Christine started playing. She would get mad at the game when she'd, you know, run away from her, her accessory and get more years. And I was like, that's the point of the game isn't to get it down to zero years. You're going to be a crazy player to do that. Mm-hmm. I beat the game with like 850 or whatever it was. You know what I mean? 850,000 years still in my sentence of a million. So that's not the point. Have fun with it. Run around. See what you like. Make dumb mistakes. Break down your weapons early on. You'll, it, it's all through like what? Code 4. It's all very much like whatever, like you know, you're doing it, and then it turns a corner where it's, it's like now it's gonna get really hard. Pipes, they're all pipes. <laughs> so that'd be my thing. Have fun. Fig- you'll figure it out as you go. I agree. A lot of good online resources to figure out what it all means, how it all go- works. Yeah, that's it's a good game. Too. Very good game. Well, uh, this is James, right? Yes, this is James from East Texas. Okay, so James, this isn't for Freedom Wars, but um, I'm Petty Comma Jared on Twitter. Um, shoot me a message. I'll follow you, and we can DM. Um, your situation's very similar to where Angie is right now, and if you want somebody to talk to through the holidays, just keep up with me, okay? So. You will, probably. Angie should probably be playing Freedom Wars. Yeah, Angie probably You should be playing it for Wars. her, I guess, because she's got the one, the one hand. Yeah, I guess you can't that, do that's it. the thing. She's actually been – She's uh, so we're using the – A lot of uh, Wii games. We started with a uh, Game Boy Micro. Oh, nice. Uh, which I love, the, yeah, the yeah. tiny, super light one for therapy because that right hand, she's starting to be able to use her fingers a little bit. Okay, and okay. And we're going to work our way up from there. So that's the plan. Good, 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 good. Colin. Yes. Are you ready for our new favorite segment that's not new anymore? Worst PlayStation Network name of the week. Yes. This one comes <laughs> from Finkelmeyer. Now, that's, I'm assuming his PlayStation Network name. He's not saying his is bad. So let's not judge him too okay. quickly. Finkelmeyer. He says beyond. 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 I saw this while playing Black Ops 2 the other night. Ghetto Child 69er. Ghetto Child 69er. Mm. How do you feel about that one? It's not the worst. It's not the worst. The, the problem is that some of the worst are really bad, mm-hmm. and I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. saying them mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. But is did you get in trouble or something saying? No, not like the lapendectomy words over there or whatever. I'm saying like... No, I'm saying, no. did you get in trouble saying them? No. Nobody <laughs> listens to this podcast. We can say whatever we want here. <laughs> All hail Hydra. Nobody cares. Nobody. You think, I, you think any of our bosses are this deep into the show? The only time we ever get in trouble is when you guys make a point to say something to them about something we said. You don't understand. Not tree Cattle of trust. Tales. You're oh, in the yeah. tree of trust here. Don't say nothing. <laughs> I don't know, putting child and 69er in there I thought was was a little bit special. I don't know. I'm you not, don't like that I'm, one? Not, I'm not that impressed by that one. All right, fine. Then I actually, sorry. there you go, Finkelmeyer. Nah. You made me look bad in front of Colin. I hope you're happy. All I hear is like Elvis singing, Cold and gray Chicago born. Yeah. Itty bitty child is born in the ghetto. In the ghetto. And his mother cries. That's See, that's a real song. Everybody knows that song. Everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Podcast Beyond, episode 374. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope if you're celebrating the holidays, you enjoy those holidays and have a great time. Remember, Podcast Beyond will be here each and every Tuesday. That's how we roll. You can get the MP3 each and every Tuesday, IGN.com. Podcast service is your choice. Then, Wednesdays, you get the video version of the show on IGN.com, on the IGN PlayStation 4 app, on YouTube.com slash IGN. Then, you keep up with everybody on Twitter, IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation, as... Jared Petty said. He is Petty, comma, Jared. We're happy to have you back, Jared. I'm really happy to be here, and I appreciate you guys uh, having me here. When I'm kind of, still kind of a grease fire. I'm all over the place. My brain doesn't work right. Thank you for the welcome. For, I mean, just so you know, I don't think your brain ever worked right. So. No, that's true. I don't, I don't think <laughs> <Yeah>. it's... <you're, laughs> Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up, where listeners like you write into beyond.ign.com and submit songs 
like the folks over at Life in 24 Frames. Mm. We know these guys well. Mm-hmm. They've played the they've played the live show at Beyond 300. They've come in and played a few songs before. They're all over the place. They got an album out. But Chris writes in and says, dude. Last week's episode was incredibly heartwarming. He's talking about when we went up to see Frank Ferlano. Everybody loves Frank Ferlano. Everybody, thank you so much for doing that. If you've got an open wrap-up in one of the next two shows, we'd love to play you this Christmas song from soundcloud.com slash life in 24 frames. Put 2-4, not spell it out. Right now, it's free to download. Hope all is going well for you, Jensen. You have a fantastic holiday. The Beyond Nation would be happy to know we are well underway on a new record and we'll have some pretty great news regarding its release very soon. Dot, dot, dot. And who might be involved? Oh. oh. Happy holidays beyond Chris from Life in 24 Frames. He sent over, this is, they did a little cover there for War is Over. Oh. The War is Over song over here, so they're doing that. A classic jam. Yes. From from John Lennon. Remember him? I do vaguely yeah. remember him. Yeah. yeah. He was a big deal for a while. Oh, right? a little a bit. hot minute. He had a band that was, before pretty, the be- that was pretty big. Before the Beebs yeah. came into town. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you this evening. Playing us out. Life in 24 Frames with War is Over. So this is Christmas What have you done? Another year over The new one's just begun So happy Christmas Hope you
Zauberte Gott.